It's time for another edition of It's a Wrap for Saturday, October the 8th, 2022, the Week in Review, where breaking news and Bible prophecy collide right here on The Last Christian Radio Show. Welcome to The Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and as always, I'm joined here in the Dallas and Fort Worth area by Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. And Terry, um, usually I don't do this, but I'm going to do it today. Hook 'em horns! We won big! 49 to nothing! Good grief! Uh, you know, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I am a UTX, and you know, uh, my, one of my uh, worldly loves is college football. You know, I don't think I can be faulted for that much. How about you? No, I don't think so. <laughs> supporting the youth. That's supporting the youth. So. Uh, well, you know, it, it, it was enjoyable. But anyway, we, we do have a lot to cover today. And uh, First of all, I do want to thank everybody that has been subscribing to our YouTube channel. It continues to grow. And I really would appreciate it if you guys would uh, would keep that up and, uh, and keep... Um, keep subscribing uh, to the YouTube channel. Uh, our last show uh, did extremely well, and um, uh, even though my technical skills weren't very good. But anyway, if you guys uh, will uh, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave us a like, leave us a comment. Uh, not Again, not it, this isn't for me and Terry. This is for Jesus Christ, because the more people that view our videos, the more people that get honest news instead of what the world wants to feed you, the better. And the more people that hear the message of Jesus Christ, of course, that's the goal. Because we are still looking for that last individual to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture of the church. Amen. That is our mission. Uh, again, if you want to be on the show, simply drop us a line. That's office at ustreamit.net. Office at ustreamit.net. And uh, you see that on the bottom of the screen there for, your, uh, for everybody that is watching this in visual form. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love for you to come on, be on the show. Uh, we invite you. Um, we're all about trying to get the message of Jesus Christ out, and the more people that uh, that can help us do that, the better. Uh, again, yes. this, this stuff is not about us. So uh, with that, uh, Terry, uh, the, the first thing I think that I'm going to show today um, is... Well, I, really, I, I guess what we would should start with is is the the, the news. So uh, we'll, we'll do that first. We'll catch everybody up because this is the this is the wrap, right? The wrap for the week. Mm -hmm. That's so it. so That's we it. we definitely need to do that. So anyway, let, let's let's get the news in, and then we'll get to it because we do have some pretty interesting stuff today. So anyway, here's here's what's going on right now. Here's the latest from the KRRB newsroom. 
A former police officer facing a drug charge burst into a daycare center Thursday in Thailand, killing dozens of preschoolers and teachers, and then shooting more people as he fled. At least 36 people were slain in the deadliest rampage in the nation's history. CNA understands that before he went to the child care center that he was at court, he then went to the child care center with the intention to pick up his son. He was not there, and that's when he started attacking people. Uh, he was armed with a firearm and with a knife, and that's when he uh, attacked the people, attacked children who were having their uh, midday nap. Just weeks after Ron DeSantis made a very public display of his efforts to keep migrants from coming to Florida, Hurricane Ian's destruction is drawing a growing number of immigrants to the Republican governor state to help rebuild. These are people who have been rebuilding American homes, schools and cities since Hurricane Katrina. And so what they have now is not just skills and expertise. They have a whole lot of that. They're incredibly talented, but they also have a deep sense of vocation around this work. North Korea launched two short-range ballistic missiles toward the eastern waters Thursday after the United States redeployed an aircraft carrier near the Korean peninsula in response to Pyongyang's previous launch of a nuclear-capable missile over Japan. The latest missile launches suggest North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is determined to continue with weapons tests aimed at boosting his nuclear arsenal in defiance of international sanctions. Many experts say Kim's goal is to eventually win U.S. recognition as a legitimate nuclear state and the lifting of those sanctions, though the international community has shown no sign of allowing that to happen. Harry Michaels reporting. At least 15 people have died in two boats carrying migrants sank in Greek waters late Wednesday, and rescuers are looking for dozens still missing, authorities said early Thursday. The Coast Guard said 15 bodies had been recovered near the eastern island of Lesbos after a dinghy carrying about 40 people sank. Five people were rescued and three had been located on a rocky outcrop near the site of the sinking. A second rescue effort was launched several hundred kilometers to the west, near the island of Kithara, where a sailboat carrying about 100 migrants hit rocks and sank late Wednesday. Davis Richards reporting. Okay, so first of all, I do want to again say that our hearts go out to everybody that's been affected by any of these hurricanes. There's more uh, mm -hmm. tropical storms developing that could turn into hurricanes soon. We're still in the middle of hurricane season, Terry, and yeah. you know, uh, like I, I, I said in the show last week, I've got a I've got a daughter in Florida, so every time I see one of these hurricanes kick up. I get a little nervous, you know. Um, sure. I, I have protected my children all my life. I'm pretty good at, at weather and um, pretty good at being able to predict it. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm just going to say it, you know. May, it, may, it may come across as bragging, but I'm better than the weather people are. I can predict these things better than they can, you know. So mm -hmm. anybody, my, my family can back me up on that, okay. That's all I can mm -hmm. tell you. Okay. Uh, now then, as far as the migrant situation goes, yes, there are some really good people. There's some really good people that come across, and I really appreciate all the uh, people that that are involved in uh, assisting uh, in Florida mm -hmm. and in everywhere else. Uh, now, those are a few of the good ones. There are a few of the bad ones out there that we know come across for other bad reasons, like fentanyl, mm -hmm. for instance, gang-related mm -hmm. stuff. So, you know, we, we still have to be selective, and countries have to have borders. They really do. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not swayed by, uh, by any of that stuff. You know, we still need a border, and that's just how, mm -hmm. I, that, that's just how I look at it. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, right along that, um, uh, right with those thoughts is the, really the, the first uh, news item that I have today. And uh, we'll take a quick look at this. This is courtesy of Fox News. Remember, I am a member of the U.S. Press Association, and, and I, I do have the ability to play these clips because of that. And uh, anyway, this is provided courtesy of Fox News. Brian, the Cajun Navy has rescued victims of this storm and will continue to help them in the recovery. Can you give us the latest that you're seeing on the ground? Yeah, LJ, thanks for having us. Uh, and, you know, it's it's been uh, like four or five days now that we've been deployed down there to southwest Florida. And, and um, you know, I'm seeing, and I hesitate to say this, but I'm seeing Katrina-like designate, uh, devastation. You know, I'm from New Orleans. I, I went through Katrina myself. And that's what we're seeing. The only, the only difference is, is that the flood water isn't staying around quite as long as it did. Uh, because New Orleans is below sea level, but uh, the the wind damage, the surge damage um, is just as bad, if not worse, based on what we're seeing so far. And uh, and the, it's really hard to get into those affected areas with our trucks and, and, and supply lines, and people are going without food and water, uh, but we're doing everything we can to set up our, our point of distribution there in Fort Myers, and uh, it's going to be operating starting tomorrow. Yeah. Brother, we continue to pray for you guys. Um, Brian, can you tell us uh, about the missing folks out there? Do y'all have an accurate number? What, 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 what can we do to help you guys as y'all try to locate these folks? Well, when it comes to you know missing persons and uh, casualty numbers and things like that, we, we absolutely have to defer to local officials to make those mm-hmm. announcements. Um, I can tell you that when the numbers come out, they're going to be very heartbreaking. This was a powerful storm, um, and um, you know we had a, we had over 500 tickets, uh, rescue tickets and extraction tickets. And just for your viewers, the difference between a rescue and an extract is that the the rescue is usually uh, when there's a, a an imminent threat to life. An extraction is when somebody just has to be moved from what we call high water to high ground. Uh, and we've been doing both. Okay, so uh, again, my heart goes out to everybody that's, that has been affected by the hurricane. And, you know, I really appreciate those people from, from Louisiana going down there. and Yeah, and, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, taking part of it. it. It just shows you that, you know, people are still good, Terry. You know? Yes. I, and, you know, I, I appreciate that. I, I really do. And, you know, it's a Category 5 storm. And... Uh, there's that that's rough you know that's that's really rough uh i think now you've been through a hurricane i've been through a hurricane and i don't think either one of us want to go through one of those things again yes no (laughs) no no i was i was actually in a tornado uh, in uh east tennessee years ago uh and it cut a path a mile wide from somewhere up in indiana came down through into Tennessee and across and went all the way down through Georgia and out to the ocean. And it was a clear path a mile wide from up to Indiana, to the coastline of Georgia, mm. just all the way down. Well, and uh, yeah, we had well, a neighbor that lost. We had a neighbor that lost a dog and uh, they found him down down in Georgia. <laughs> him back. He survived it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. wow. That, that's incredible in itself. Um, but the, the reason that I brought up the hurricane, really, 
and the fact that we've been through it is because yeah. you kind of have a play on that, you know, um, mm. each and every uh, Sunday evening. And for those of you that uh, haven't tuned in yet, Terry does have uh, a program every Sunday evening at 7.30 p.m. Uh, that's on revelationradio.net. Uh, you can find it on a lot of podcasts, too. But uh, anyway, Terry, uh, your, your program is called From the Eye of the Storm. And I want that to give you an opportunity. Uh, tell us what's uh, what's going to be on the uh, program tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, uh, we're actually in the, the book of Proverbs, and we, uh, we're, we're going through chapter 8, uh, which uh, is a, a chapter uh, where the Lord moves the writer uh, to expose uh, the deeper parts of the uh, uh, wisdom and and where it comes from and and all of it. It's interesting that uh, wisdom is referred to uh, in the book of Proverbs as a female. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I don't want I don't want to create any but it always talks about her and wisdom and she and so forth. So uh, you know and I have no arguments there. I've got a lovely wife and she's as smart as a whip. So, uh, so I can kind of fall in on that real easy, yeah. but that's an interesting aspect. Yeah, well, I, that, you you brought up something there that I really wasn't uh, never paid attention to. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't read it; I just never paid attention to that to, to that yes. particular point. And I have met your wife, Karen, and you know, she's mm -hmm. she's an awesome lady, uh, wonderful Christian, and uh, the two of you are to be commended okay. for the way that you have have raised your your two kids i know you're i know you're very proud of them uh, they're, they're a joy now um terry i, I want to move right along um you know one guy that i never paid much attention to honestly um and i i, I think it's because i'm not a rap guy okay Mm -hmm. I mean, my, my music is from the 1970s, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I came up in the disco era <laughs> and all that. Yeah. But um, anyway, the guy's name is Kanye West. And, you know, mm -hmm. a, a, a lot of people uh, dismiss him. They call him an idiot, you know. They, they call him crazy mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the reason for that is because the liberal people don't want any black person to say anything that is in you know in the conservative camp i mean you know that's that's just clear if you are a republican or if you are a conservative i don't think anybody's going to argue with me on this that immediately mm. the democratic party the liberal press and everybody is going to go after them right away you know they just yes. don't like they just don't like it but this guy has earned my respect he really has. Yes. Um, you know, um, I thought he I thought he might be putting on when Trump was in office. I really did. I thought, you know, okay, he's just, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But but no, he has anyway, just let me play it. I, I think that's the best way to do it. This is I think right now he calls himself something else, key or Z Ye. or Ye. Ye. Okay, okay. But anyway and it comes from it comes from Kanye C O N Y E. Ye, ye, yeah. Ye. Yeah, ye. okay, okay. Here ye he works. is. Here he is again, courtesy of Fox News, and this is uh, from his appearance on the uh, Tucker Carlson show. We have God on our side. 
and for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. So you made reference to the White Lives Matter t-shirt, mm -hmm. which you brought out at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Why, why did you do that and what did it mean? You know, I did. I do certain things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channel the energy. It just feels right. It's using a gut instinct, a connection with God, and just brilliance. You know, like as if you ask, like Tanya Harding, how she did the the triple flip or the triple spin. Yeah. She was in so much practice that when it was time for her to skate in a in a, comp, in a competitive format, it just happened. Like it happened outside of practice. It happened in the real format, and that's what hap that's what's happening. Is God is like preparing us for the real for the real battles, and we are we are in a battle with the media. Like the majority of the media has a, a godless agenda, and. The jokes are not working. This whole like, oh yeah, he's crazy, and all these things—they don't work because the media has, you know, they've also watched travesties happen, just even specifically to me, and just watch it and act like it wasn't happening, and they stay quiet about it. Uh, what have they? So, what have? Well, they I want to answer the the white. Yeah. I, I feel like someone caught what I was saying. The comparison of Tanya Harden about the the White Lives Matter. You know, my dad is a educated um, ex-Black Panther and he put a text to me today he said white lives matter ha 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 and I said I thought the shirt was a funny shirt I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny and I said dad what do you think it was funny he said just just a black man stating the obvious just a black man stating the obvious Terry um, that's yeah. that's pretty significant right there because mm -hmm. you know I, I, now I want to be really clear on this okay and yeah I've got no problem with people yelling Black Lives Matter I have absolutely mm -hmm. no problem with that at mm -hmm. all but White mm -hmm. Lives Matter um, sure all lives Latina lives matter mm -hmm. that's right yes. Um, Chinese, uh, American Indian, uh, everybody, Indians from India, uh, yeah. you name them, um, all of them, everybody, the whole planet, everybody. God loves everybody. He there said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So if you're out there and you're a whosoever, God loves you. He died for you and he lives for you and wants you to live forever. Amen. And, uh, you know, that's that's really it. You know, um, I think that too and many I, I want to jump in real quick. Go ahead. I want to jump in real quick. And because uh, I realized listening to Kanye uh, that, that he said he pronounces it. Yay. Yeah. And I want to ride the man. I respect him. I want to ride as close to him as I can uh, on that. And so I'm going to go back and, and his the way you pronounce it is yay. Okay. That's the way he pronounces it. I think we need to respect him, and yay is it? Yay it is until he changes it. There you and go. And he's free to change it. He's free to change it anytime he wants. That's what that whole interview was all about: was Kanye trying to speak his mind, right. and people won't let him. And you need to watch the whole interview. In fact, they're even going to do a special on Tucker's show that he has, where he Morning does the show. specials. 
yeah, the, yeah. the morning show and all of that. Uh, yeah. But anyway, you watch it. You're going to love it. Uh, he, he's a fine man, and he speaks the truth. He's an American. Right. He speaks like an American. You know, right. what can I tell you? He speaks the way we used to speak back before people got crazy. Right. Anyway, I'm gonna, right. I'll am i go on forever, so let me back up a little bit here. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, no, I, you know, like I said, I've developed a lot of respect for the man because of the fact that, you know, if you listen to it, and I did listen to the whole interview, obviously. Yes. Uh, but, you know, he is, he's well-spoken. And yes, he is. And he is extremely thoughtful. And by that, I mean, mm -hmm. he doesn't just come off and say something and... If you if if you noticed, and one of the very first things he said is, if if even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. Now, what kind yes. of a, that it was an awesome statement, and it, and, you know, and it's, and it's true. It's one hundred percent true, and you know, yeah. I want to get that point across to everybody here in the first part of the show because again. This show is all about trying to find that last individual to accept Jesus Christ. Now, I know that we have listeners that are in the Ukraine. I know that we have listeners that are in Israel. I know we have listeners that are in all parts of the Islamic world. And I want you to understand that salvation and eternity in heaven is free. You don't kill somebody to get there. Okay, God doesn't recognize murder as a way of getting into heaven. I promise you that. Yes. The Lord was sent to the earth to save the world. And yes. all you've got to do to be assured of salvation is to pray a very simple prayer. And that is to tell the Lord that you know you're a sinner, that you know Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, that you know he spent three days in the tomb, that you know he rose again on the third day, that you realize that he was seen by hundreds of people. He told us he was coming back for his church before God unleashed that wrath upon the world that we call the Great Tribulation. He's going to pull his church from this earth. He then ascended to heaven. He sits at the right hand of the Father, He's promised us that he's coming back together. Yeah, amen. And, you know, as Terry and I go on every show, we tell you that everything that needed to be done has been done. The rapture can happen at any time. And so if you will simply pray that prayer of salvation and then just simply say, in Jesus' name, you may be that last individual that we're looking for. You may be the last Christian that this show is all about that actually says those words in Jesus' name and the next face you see is Jesus Christ and you'll be surrounded by each and every one of us that has already accepted him as our Lord and Savior. And Amen. it really is that simple, Terry. It really, it is, really is that simple. And you know Romans Romans ten thirteen whosoever whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right. And I always go to the uh, tax collector in the back of the temple. The rich man said he was glad he wasn't like that man back there. Uh, he was he was a good man. He did all his giving his money and going to church and doing all his stuff. Right. But that man in the back couldn't even lift up his eyes, and he said, Lord. 
have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. And yeah. Jesus said that man went back to his house justified before God. Right. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Well, um, yeah, there, there was another story in the Bible about it. Um, I don't remember chapter, don't remember verse, but mm -hmm. a, um, a lady that dropped a penny, mm -hmm. one penny, because, mm -hmm. and that was all she had in the whole world. Yeah. That was everything mm -hmm. she had in the whole world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, well, we're, we got a lot more, guys. We got a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Well, that music means that for some of you, this is the end of this edition of the internationally syndicated Last Christian Radio Show. If you would like to hear the second half of the show, we do invite you to visit www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net for all editions of the Last Christian Radio Show. And of course, also the Last Christian Podcast that is heard every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. For everyone else, we'll be back after the break for the second half of the internationally syndicated Last Christian Radio Show. Jazz was severely abused as a child. She escaped a childhood home by running away, but then became involved with men who were equally abusive. One day, after a major argument, her partner held her down and knelt on her neck until she could hardly breathe. Jazz called on all the gods of her religion to no effect. Then, in her mind, Jazz called on the name of Jesus Christ. Instantly, the man fell back and released his grip. In Psalms, we read, He delivers the needy when he calls. In Romans, it says that anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe we can take that word literally, calling on the name of Jesus for salvation in the here and now. There is healing, deliverance, safety and forgiveness in the name of Jesus. On the day you call, he will surely answer you. God tracking is calling on the name of Jesus. I'm Dudley Anderson. I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email, dudley at surereality.net. There's simply no better way to start your day than with the Holy Bible. Please join Pastor Jason Wilkerson, the pastor of Disciples Fellowship Church, in his daily program, Truth That Transforms, every morning at 9 a.m. Central Time, and again every Sunday at 9 a.m. as well as 12 p.m. right here on Revelation Radio, Truth That Transforms. KRRB Revelation Radio broadcasts to all 50 U.S. states and more than 160 countries around the world, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We offer the perfect platform for you to host your very own radio show locally, nationally, or to a worldwide audience. And if you're a podcaster or social media content creator, upgrade your productions to digital radio and explode your listening audience. Gain new subscribers, be invited on other podcaster radio shows as a guest, or find guests for your productions no matter your topic or genre if it's suitable for all audiences and age groups you're invited to join the revelation radio family we know you'll love the results but to make sure radio is for you 
Your first 90 days are absolutely free without any obligation or hidden fees. For more information or to get started today, visit www.revelationradio.net or email us at info at revelationradio.net today. KRRBDB, Grand Saline, Canton, Mineola, Texas. Here's the latest from the KRRB Newsroom. This is the latest news headlines in 60 seconds with Alan Edwards. A former police officer facing a drug charge burst into a daycare center Thursday in Thailand, killing dozens of preschoolers and teachers, and then shooting more people as he fled. Just weeks after Ron DeSantis made a very public display of his efforts to keep migrants from coming to Florida, Hurricane Ian's destruction is drawing a growing number of immigrants to the Republican governor state to help rebuild. North Korea launched two short-range ballistic missiles toward the eastern waters Thursday after the United States redeployed an aircraft carrier near the Korean Peninsula. At least 15 people have died in two boats carrying migrants sank in Greek waters late Wednesday, and rescuers are looking for dozens still missing, authorities said early Thursday. The Coast Guard said 15 bodies have been recovered near the eastern island of Lesbos. That's the latest headlines in 60 seconds. I'm Alan Edwards. Welcome back to the second half of the syndicated Last Christian Radio Show with J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Well, okay, we are back, Terry. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to think about North Korea right now. You know, I, I mean... You you heard there in in the news update that yeah uh, you know I mean they were launching missiles uh, while we were carrying on military exercises and I can't mm -hmm. think of I can't think of anything more dangerous you know mm -hmm. I mean think about it for mm -hmm. a second had one of those missiles actually struck one of our ships you're mm -hmm. talking you're talking about instant war yeah right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what it would have been. Uh, so, you know, I, like I said, I don't know what to think about all this stuff. Um, to me, it's, it's all Ezekiel 38. It's all wars and rumors of wars. We have never mm -hmm. in the history of the world, and I know we've said this a couple of times, but it's something that really we're going to have to embrace a little bit more. And... Even though there have been rumors of wars all these years, mm -hmm. the rumors of war now, when you are talking about nuclear weapons, that's something extremely more dangerous than, you know, yeah. I mean, even World War One, World War Two, they don't compare. Nuclear war, mm -hmm. nuclear war is, is something, you know, I'm, I can remember as a kid, as a young kid, you know, because you grew up in um, the Cold War, and mm -hmm. they they used to have drills where you know we simulated a, a nuclear explosion, 
and they'd have us get under our desk. And I can remember, that's got to be the yeah. stupidest thing that I have ever heard of in my life. Okay, whether or not they take you out yeah. in the hallway, make you sit down in the hallway and do a ducking cover, or whether or not you yeah. hide under your desk, either one has no impact. You know, yeah. uh, nuclear is is something, it's, it's radiation mainly. And, yeah. you know, you've seen um, pictures, everybody's seen pictures of what happened in Japan. Um, mm -hmm. the, I think the survivors went through more uh, hell, basically, yeah. than, than those that were just vaporized by the bomb itself. Uh, the incredible suffering, you know, we didn't intend... For there to be that type of suffering we you know we knew that dropping those two atomic bombs was horrific we knew that mm -hmm. and we've talked mm -hmm. about it before the reason that we did that was to shorten the war and to save millions of lives but that's not north korea's thing and that's not russia's mm -hmm. thing they're not there to mm -hmm. try and really you know end anything they're, they're trying to start something and they really don't care what kind of damage they inflict. They don't care how many people they kill. None of that. What, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, and I think actually Russia's playing into the hands of the uh, world order, the one world order that everybody talks about it. Yeah. It doesn't have a name yet, but when it gets big enough, they'll pla put a plaque up uh, with their own name and they'll all be proud and take a picture. But I think that they're playing into the hands, the Russians are playing into the hands of the one world order because this way the one world order has an excuse to take control of the world, which is right. what they're about right now. And right. we can see it everywhere in everything that's happening. Yeah. Well, you know, they uh, they made no secret about it. Putin said, you know, yeah. this wasn't the end. He, he made it clear. Yeah. I mean, he said that in his press conference yeah. that this wasn't the end. And one thing that was really scary, and I played this in the, in the last show, was that... Mm -hmm. Putin ordered them to uh, buy, uh, I think it was billions of dollars, it might have been millions, I can't remember, either millions or billions dollars worth of these drugs that are anti-radiation drugs. Well, you don't place, yeah. you know, you don't place orders like that unless you, you know. You're getting ready. Yeah, you're getting ready or you anticipate or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, you have a reason for that, right? Mm -hmm. would, would you agree? That's right. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, let me jump in on that. Anticipate. That's what it teaches about the rapture. So right. if you're anticipating the nuclear war, this is, and I don't know if it's going to come before or after or in the middle, because that's not a part of it. It's the tribulation that right. we're going to beat. But, right. but that could happen before. The mm -hmm. Ezekiel War could happen before uh, the tribulation. Uh, it could happen before the rapture. Right. But we know that Jesus is going to yank us out of here just in time. Amen. Right. But now, the point that I was making there is that yeah. you do not order this kind of stuff on a huge Absolutely. national scale unless you believe that there is at least a high 
possibility, if not probability, that you're going to need sure. it. And one of the yeah. things that they were talking about was that the Russians wouldn't do it because of a blowback. Uh, in other words, when if if they if they were to use it, that it would the um, the radiation and the you know the the nuclear cloud or whatever. I, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm not a I'm not yeah. a scientist. You and me. Okay, but. Um, in other words, it, that, that the fear was that it would blow back into Russia and that it would kill a lot of Russians, okay? Yeah. So he was trying to take care of that. Remember, he said he's not bluffing. So he was trying yeah. to take care of that by placing that order, okay? So mm -hmm. now, that brings us to the next thing I want to play, and then I want to get your impressions on this, because in my mind... This is very, very significant. The Biden administration bought $290 million worth of anti-radiation drugs this week, as Joe Biden warns of, quote, the prospect of Armageddon. This, as Vladimir Putin ratchets up his rhetoric, threatening to use nuclear weapons as he continues his Ukraine invasion. Vladimir Zelensky saying he might preemptively strike. Joining us now with reaction is former CIA station chief who served in Moscow, Dan Hoffman. Dan, speak to this level of threat, buying radiation pills, Putin talking about uh, Putin talking about using nuclear weapons, Joe Biden talking about Armageddon. So the issue of buying radiation pills wouldn't maybe even have reached the news desk if President Biden hadn't made those references to a nuclear Armageddon. That's just providing some throw weight to Vladimir Putin's rhetorical brinkmanship. And the reason why Putin is threatening the use of nuclear weapons is because he knows that every time he does so, going back to his invasion of Ukraine in February of this year, it deters the Biden administration from providing the sort of military assistance that Ukraine needs, not just to stay in the fight, but to take the fight to the finish. We're not giving Ukraine the air defense they need or the artillery with the long range that they need. And, and Putin is getting some benefit from that. And this, this is just another example, I think, of a lack of, of message discipline on the part of the administration. Well, maybe so. And I, I, I just think that our experts, that the people that on our side, I think they're blind. You know, uh, that, they, yeah. they, that they don't think Putin will use it. I do. And, you know, I'm on the record. Um, as a matter of fact, Terry, I, I actually did a, a poll on the radio station, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try to um, to pull it up if I can. It may take me a couple of minutes here, but I actually asked on the on the station whether or not uh, people thought that um, you know that there might actually be the use of of uh, nuclear weapons in the Ukraine. I'm, I'm going to keep looking for it. I'll find it here in a minute. But um, mm -hmm. anyway, I, I am convinced that that they will. You know, I really am. I'm not backing down from that statement at all. And by the way, I did mm -hmm. find I did find the poll here. And th this is the question that I asked on our YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. And it was a real simple question. Do you think Russia will use tactical nuclear weapons in the Ukraine? What, what do you think the vote was? I would say it was preponderantly in 
in agreement with that statement. <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're, you were smart not to put a, um, put a number on that thing, that's for sure. Uh, the, the poll results are yes, 69%, no, 15%, and another 15% that were unsure. They didn't, you know, yeah. they didn't know. And I can tell you this, the people that, that are unsure, they're praying that it doesn't happen, but they know. Yeah. They know that there is a real good possibility of that. the The question is how the United States is going to follow that up, you know. And I think I think that's a, I think that's the big question right now. What would we do? And I think the only thing that we're going to do is jump up and down, stamp our foot, and protest, and go for more sanctions. And Russia could care less about sanctions because uh, China covers them every step of the way. North Korea covers them every step of the way. Um, another, uh, another thing that people don't know about because they are only listening to a mainstream media that is not a, ma not a media. They're, they're a propaganda machine um, yeah. right now, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. you know, but they, they just don't know that this administration could actually solve all of the energy problems. By just turning the spigot back on, That's and right. yeah. instead, what they uh, what they're doing now is they went to Saudi Arabia and Saudi. What did Saudi Arabia do? Saudi Arabia capped the number of uh, barrels of oil that can come out of Saudi Arabia. So what does that do? Yeah. That raises the price of the barrels of oil, and what does that do? That raises the amount of money that me and you pay at the uh, gas pump, and mm -hmm. So Biden was upset about that. So now guess where he's going? Venezuela. Now, yeah. he, now he, wants to make, he wants to make a deal with Venezuela. Eventually, he's going to have to make a deal with Mother Russia. You know, because, mm -hmm. and all because he's too stubborn to say, oops, I made a horrendous mistake. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Trump left me a... He left me energy independence, and I blew that. I turned it off. And so I'm going to admit my mistake, and I'm going to turn the oil back on. And I guarantee you he won't do that because they have no interest in what me and you pay. They have no interest in that. They don't have a problem getting it. Yeah. I think that Biden is nothing but a show. I think there are people that are controlling him like a puppet. And they are the ones who are making the decisions. They're the ones that will not turn the oil on. Uh, I don't think he could turn on his faucet in his kitchen. Okay, <laughs> you may be right. Without 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 permission. Yeah, you may. And, uh, you may be and, right. And besides that, he almost doesn't have. Uh, he he lacks the acuity to even do that. And that's a whole separate topic. But uh, yeah, no, I think I think there's a group that is controlling things, and they're drawing this thing together uh, like a game. Right. Well, you know, he is. That's just my opinion. Well, you know, I, I heard somebody say the other day that uh, that Democrats aren't worried about the Twenty Fifth Amendment anymore, and. You know, yeah. you know what the Twenty Fifth Amendment is, and that you know, whenever yeah. uh, whenever somebody is is found to be too incompetent to um, mm -hmm. 
to perform the duties that they, the office. Yeah, yeah. that they are to be removed from office. Now, the scary thing is, is if he was removed, then we get cackles. You know, and yeah. that, that's a yeah. really uh, scary prospect there for sure. And, so these people know. in charge of the puppets uh, have put themselves between a rock and a hard place, or should I say between a hot dog and a, and a marshmallow? Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, it, it, it's a... It's a bad situation is what we're in right now, yeah. unfortunately. Um, now, back to Ezekiel 38. Do you not mm -hmm. see all this coming together right now? I mean, you know, the, the coalition, Russia, China, Iran, Saudi Arabia has kind of set to the side just exactly the way God said that they would. Um, yeah, Turkey is in it. Uh, you know, that's the first time that they've ever aligned themselves with Russia. You know, they were uh, an original, they, they were a member of uh, NATO. And, you know, they're supposed to be out there to to help quash Russia. And now they're working with them. Um, yeah. And they're turning their back more and more on Israel. The United States, and, uh, you know, I'm going to, on uh, Tuesday, if we have a Tuesday, and, I, you know, I'm, people... People, I think, get upset at me because I keep saying if. But the, the truth of the matter is, everything's been done. There's nothing mm -hmm. to prevent the Lord from, uh, from coming back There's, you know, and gathering His church. Um, yeah. Now, in the last show, I said that we really needed to talk about the difference between the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ. And... I think that that is the important thing because, you know, some people may believe that Jesus Christ is just going to come back and that solve all the problems, and that's not how it works at all, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. No, he's going to take uh, the church out of here. That's why we want that last Christian. Right. Uh, because when that last Christian says amen, uh, we're on our way. Uh, right. And then we're going to be in heaven getting our rewards, going to the Bema, going to the wedding supper, the whole thing. Uh, we're going to have all that. And then we're going to come back in chapter 19. The church is not mentioned uh, from uh, chapter 6 all the way through the Revelation until 19. And then on the 19th, Jesus comes back with us with him and destroys his enemy with the word of his mouth. And uh, then, then it goes from there, and it's all good for us, and all bad for them. Uh, that's the way it's going to happen. That's the layout. Right, right. So you know, for those of you that are holding out, I want you to understand just how bad things are going to be. And I'm, I'm not saying this to try to scare anybody. I'm really not. I, could, I can't scare you into salvation. I can't force you into salvation. Everybody's got to make a choice for themselves. But if you can imagine for a moment that all the Christians are taken, the church is raptured from this earth, and you have airplanes that are falling from the sky, and you have cars that are running into each other, and, and you have mountains collapsing uh that's the, on that's on the front that's on the front end yeah that's whole. just the beginning get, yeah that's just that's the beginning the but do you but the people that are listening realize they can go to revelation they can look up the word rocks 
And it's going to describe in the book of Revelation, near the end of it, when it's getting really bad, that people are going to be calling out for rocks on the earth to fall on them, to kill to them. hide them, and to kill hide them, them yeah. and kill them from he who is coming. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know the, people are going to be... It's going to be too late, and... People are going to be asking the, to die. People yeah, are yeah. going to be yeah. begging to die. That's yes, how bad it's yes. going to be. And, and you know, it says there's going to, before that happens, there's going to be a period of time. I think it's like six months or something. It's it's all laid out exact. I don't worry about the details because, right. well, I'm not going to be here. Right. But it talks about the fact that there's going to come a period where they try to kill themselves and they won't die. Yeah, now, you know, it, it's in there. You can find yeah, it. Yeah, Look that that in is later in there. chapters of Revelation. That is in there, and that that's a scary, uh, scary thought. You know, I, I I can't even imagine it. You know, I I can't even yeah. imagine not being able to kill yourself. You know, <laughs> yeah. but but um, you know, that's going to be a that, disappointment. <laughs> that's what God said is going to happen, and like we yes. say often, the Bible has not been wrong. A single time. time. So, um, you know, I, I look at all these other books, and again, my heart goes out to anybody in one of the Islamic countries. Really do. Yes. Um, the the good thing for you guys over there, and I know I know there's a lot of you listening. I know there's a lot of people in Iran that are that listen in Iraq. Uh, yes. All over. The Middle East, and you know, you you, the church, the church in those areas of the world is growing faster than anywhere else in the world. And thank you, Jesus. You know, Amen. That that's a fact. That's just a fact. My my yes, my, it is. my heart goes out to you. I know that you're having to. I know you're having to conduct church underground. I know you're having to conduct church in people's homes i know that you're putting your life on the line but understand this when you accept jesus christ you're good you don't have to you know they yeah they can kill you they can kill you here on this earth but they sure can't kill you when you get to heaven you're good you know so um you just hang in there and you guys just just keep doing what you're doing i don't think that we've covered the protests that are going on over there Based on the Bible, I don't think the protests are going to be successful. You know, now uh, that's that's personal opinion. Another personal yeah. opinion is based on the Bible. I I don't see Iran being hurt by this. I think that they'll still be highly capable of uh, joining in the attack on Israel. For those of you listening in the Ukraine. My heart goes out to you. I know that you guys are fighting, and, and I know it's your country. I know you're fighting with everything you got. I wish I could tell you that I thought you would be successful, but I said this months ago. Russia is not going to lose. They're going to do whatever. And again, I want to emphasize personal opinion. This isn't prophecy. I'm not talking like a prophet. I'm not doing any of that mm-hmm. stuff. I'm, I'm simply going by what's contained in the Bible. And what the Bible says is that Russia is going to lead this coalition of nations. 
And that coalition of nations is not going to get behind Russia if Russia is not capable of winning. So yeah. I don't think that it's possible for Russia to, to lose in the Ukraine. My suggestion to, do, to those of you living in the Ukraine is if you can get out of there, get out of there. You know, because I, I see nothing good coming out of this current Russian invasion, and I am thoroughly convinced, my opinion again, that Russia mm -hmm. will, will use those tactical nuclear weapons and that all the world is going to do is protest. And I believe that once that occurs, that China will come to the aid of Russia if there's any kind of uh, issue that develops, that China's going to say, hey, remember, we're a superpower too, and you better not move. And I think that uh, no matter who the president is, you know, I hate to say it, but the Bible yeah. says that no one comes to their aid. Well, no one represents the United States of America, too, Terry. So sure. that means That's the U.S. is not going to be in it. Israel's going to be strictly on its own. So when that attack comes and Russia is on its own, or Israel is on its own, I should say, and, and Russia gathers all those armies, the entire world is going to think that Okay, that's it for Israel. They had a nice run, but, you know, they're done. And then all of a sudden, God's going to step in and say, oh, they're not done. Yeah. They, they just won. Yeah. You know, they won because I made them win. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's something that the mainstream media is not going to, they're never going to play it. Um, you, <laughs> you, you find very, very few people in the media, I don't care what side, you know, and I'm including uh, con the conservative media in this too, that read the Bible, you know, and mm. uh, I think Charlie Kirk, maybe, with uh, yeah. Fox News, I think he's, uh, he, I know he's a Christian, and I know he believes yeah. in the rapture of the church, and, yeah. uh, but I don't think that they would ever give him the freedom to, to get on the airwaves there at Fox and and start talking about the rapture of the church. I don't think they'll do that. What do you think? I think there's going to come a day um, if Jesus tarries, and I'm not praying for him to tarry, right. but I believe there's coming a day when they're going to be looking for people that do believe in it because right. the numbers are going to get smaller and smaller and the ones who really know are not going to stop. We're not going to back up. We're not going to, you know, my goodness, my book's in the fifth edition. And I'm looking at doing, I'm looking at doing a sixth edition. And, uh, and, and there's a ton of stuff in the Bible to support the position that, that I am in. Yeah. Uh, so I'm quite confident, and I think they're going to be coming because we're going to we're going to be a thorn in the side of the world. Amen. And they're going to be like, "What are you doing?" Because we're not going to be worried, we're not going to be scared, we're not going to be upset. We're going to be telling them what's going on, what's happening, and the fact that Jesus is coming. Amen. Well, I, that's a perfect segue into um, in what I wanted to talk about next, which is blast off for more. Um. I have had the honor of knowing Terry since I believe around 2015, somewhere in there, 2015, 2016. It might have been before that, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I 
listened to him talk about Blast Off for Moore. And I was like, how in the world can you spend 40 years on something that happens in a millisecond? And then, then I got a copy of the book, and it all made sense. Okay? So, anyway, Terry, I want to give you an opportunity. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Blast Off for Moore. As you mentioned, it's in the fifth edition, and I continue to say this. You're never going to get a sixth because I think, I think the rapture is going to happen. Personal <laughs> opinion. Okay? I'm allowed yeah. that, well, right? Hey, listen. You know, I am the very first person to say, <laughs> if the Lord interrupts me, praise Him. Amen. I'm ready. Amen. You know, All right. Well, I'm you got you got gonna, two minutes. Don't waste your time. You got two minutes here. Oh, okay. So so go All ahead right, and listen, tell us about Blast Off for Peter if if there's if there's any intrigue at all in your heart and your mind about the rapture and about how it's going to happen, how it's going to take place, take a look at this. This has got a lot of new information that people aren't looking at. As an example, and I'm going to close with this. You'll notice it says the title is Blast Off Rapiamore. A lot of the uh, uh, agencies, the books, uh, stores, they talk about the book Blast Off, but Rapiamore is included in the title because that is the word used by Jerome in the uh, 4th century when he was translating from the Greek into the local language of the Romans, which was Latin. It was during the time that the Church of uh, Rome was becoming what is now today the Roman Catholic uh, institution. So the word Rapiamor is legitimate. So is the rest of the book. Check it out. It's going to give you comfort and strength as long as you believe it. Right, right. <laughs> if you don't believe it, it's, not, it's going to make you worried. It's going to make you... <laughs> so. Well, you know, it, it all comes down to, you know, people wonder how come Christians aren't scared. And the reason Christians yeah. aren't scared is because we already know how it comes out. You know, the, the, the Bible to my knowledge, is the only book written from the beginning, but already knowing the end. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot yes. of, I've heard a, um, a lot of authors talk about how they start a book, but they, they aren't even sure how their book's going to come out in the end. Never, you yeah. know, you just don't know. Well, God knew. He, he wrote yeah, the book. From the beginning. Yeah, he wrote the book from the beginning, but he already knew the end of it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and he was telling us the end from, from the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah, you know, I, and that's I, I, in the, if you go to Genesis, he'll tell you that. God yeah. will tell you that himself. Right. So again, uh, for you guys, uh, I do recommend uh, take take a go to T. L. Farley Books. Okay, just just yes. Google it. Google T. L. Farley Books, and and you're you're going to find those three that I have up there for those of of us that are. Watching it in visual form there. When now becomes too late, blast off for more, and then of course distant reaches. So uh, I do encourage everybody to go out there and get it. Now look, if we are allowed to have a Tuesday, uh, I've got mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff that I wasn't able to get into this week's show, uh, mm -hmm. any of them. But I've got a bunch of good stuff coming. So anyway, if you okay. if we are lucky enough to have a a Tuesday, then, you know, I, I really hope that you guys will come back uh, and and see us then. And anyway, go to church if you can, and we will see mm -hmm. you, I hope, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m., right here for another edition of the Last Christian Radio Show. 
until then everybody it's been fun it's been real texas one day's good for me yeah uh, we will see you tuesday evening 7 30 p.m right here good night and god bless Thanks again for joining us today for the last Christian radio show and be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for the last Christian podcast now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net until the trumpet sounds.